Welcome to the Work Hard, Play Hard podcast. My name is Rob Murgatroyd, and I am a former doctor turned lifestyle entrepreneur. Each week, I interview some of the best minds on the planet on the science of achievement and the art of fulfillment. Today's episode is a mini-sode that we call Fried Dates with the Wife. In these mini-sodes, my wife Kim and I deconstruct the strategies that we've developed over the last decade to not only grow personally, but to turn our struggles into lessons and create fulfillment in all areas of our lives. Excuses are over. It's time to live. Let's dig into today's topic. All right, before we jump into this episode, I want to invite you to be considered for my Work Hard, Play Hard Mastermind by completing an application at workhardplayhardmastermind.com. So this mastermind is not like any mastermind you may have been to or heard of, I promise you. This mastermind is for six to seven figure entrepreneurs that are working too damn much and aren't taking the time to have amazing experiences around the world with an incredible tribe of people. So every 100 days or so, I drop you into new experiences that are specifically designed to elevate your thinking, to give you new ideas. Look, you get your best ideas not staring at a computer. And actually, this is the way high-level people really collaborate with each other. They do it over a glass of champagne, watching the sunset in the south of France. So if you are ready to do some fun stuff around the world and really, really want to level up your tribe in one shot, fill out an application at workhardplayhardmastermind.com. We'll jump on a call and we'll see if it's a good fit. All right, let's jump into today's episode. Well, Kimberly Santa was born in the 80s. Oh my God. Murgatroyd. So this morning, Sophia was on her Zoom school and they said, we're going to learn the history of Santa. And she looked at me and she goes, I don't care what Santa looked like in the 80s. Do I have to listen to this? (laughs) I'm like, I love that the history to her just goes back to the 80s. We are here to talk about manifestation. Okay, so I'll set the stage uh, for you a bit. And, you know, in our continued journey of trying to get more in touch with who we are, get more in touch with our inner being, get more in touch with how we can bring more manifestation into our life, I, I sent out a message yesterday to um, to the people that our community you people. You sent a text? Inside of our text. Yeah, I was struggling for the words. God, because it's, such it's a, like yesterday you said I tweeted and I was like, no, you didn't. Yeah, everything for me is a tweet, but. So community is our texting platform. So uh, I'll give you a little plug. If you want to be part of our text community and get Rob's tweets, uh, text us at 310-388-9724. All right, so the overall thing to consider here with this concept is you can't want something and doubt it at the same time. Mm, It's not possible to want it and doubt it, but yet we all want something and doubt it. And you can insert your, you know, your, your struggle du jour. It could be imposter syndrome. It could be, you know, your parents didn't do it. It could be you did it and failed. Whatever the belief or lack of belief that you have, is probably firing that up. Yeah. So today we're going to give you some some solutions to how you can 
how you can work against that and, and maybe even perhaps, I hate to use the word, but just for the sake of this conversation, fight against it. Because I don't want you to create an energy of, uh, you know, of angst in you, but, but you do have to rise above it and you do have to um, start paddling in the opposite direction. So here's the concept. You want to slow down the momentum of contradictory thought. So when you wake up in the morning, Feeling like P. Diddy. Just have to do that. You, all momentum has slowed. And none of this is mine. I'm not smart enough to be able to figure this out. I, I, <laughs> I stole all of this from Esther. You didn't steal, um, you're sharing. I'm sharing. It's sharing. All of this from Stealing Esther. Stealing would be- Here's, here's the thought I had today. Well, okay, that, that would be stealing. But given that you listened to 900 hours of Esther and you're putting it into a bow for everybody listening, you are sharing. And for those of you that are new Keep to going. for those of you that are new to the podcast, go on YouTube, type in Esther Hicks or Abraham Hicks or Abraham Hicks and, and Godspeed. Good, Godspeed. Okay, <laughs> I'm not I'm not here to explain that. Just go ahead and listen to it, and you'll uh, you'll do a Google search. So you want to slow down the momentum of contradictory thought. So what she said is, when you are in the absence of contradictory thought your vibration will raise to the frequency of your inner being. Okay, so let's let's unpack that a little bit. So you wake up in the morning and you have no momentum from the previous day going, right? What does that mean? So can I can I just give yeah. a little Have you ever been like pissed before you go to bed and you wake up and you're not pissed anymore? Like maybe you're regretful, maybe you have other emotions, but like whatever that feeling was when you went to bed, you've slept on it. Like people say, I'm going to sleep on this, right? And you wake up and it's a new day, a new page. That's where the moment the momentum stops because you took an eight hour break of not thinking about it. So you have a new opportunity for a fresh start at vibration. Now to give you a, uh, a better way of understanding how important momentum is, here's a good visual. It, it, you know, think about those steps, those streets in San Francisco that are crazy, crazy steep. Now imagine that you parked your car and you didn't quite, it's a stick shift, you didn't quite have it in gear and your little Volkswagen begins to roll, but you're strong enough and you can just stop it. Now imagine that you get to the bottom of that hill and you the same scenario happens and you're at the bottom of the hill waiting to stop it as it rolls down the hill. You're getting crushed, right? There's nothing that you can do. So you want to you want to stop momentum or use the fact that momentum of these thoughts that are contradictory, you want to stop it as soon as you can. And the sweet spot in doing that is the morning because the morning you're it, it's a new day, right? Like Kim just described, you've slept on it and you're ready to go. Okay. So now again, in the absence of contradiction, in the absence of contradictory thought, your vibration raises to the frequency of your inner being. Then thoughts from your inner being begin to flood in where you get impulses, inspiration, and ideas. So well, let's let's put this into like real verbiage though, because you're obviously reading what she wrote, right? So let's put this into actual, actual, you know, words people can understand. So you wake up in the morning, you're no longer angry, you're no longer resentful or whatever it is, that emotion you were feeling before. Momentum has stopped in that criticizing of whatever, okay? So a great thing to do is immediately go into gratitude 
to immediately go into a meditation, a 15, 20-minute meditation. So you can do what he just said, which is clear your mind and allow the, the natural impulses that are coming from spirit, God, whatever, inner being, whatever it is, to align your vibration where it is. Because in the morning, when you have that clear, that clear mind, in the, when you don't have that negative vibration rolling in, that's where you're going to align better. So if you can think about the thing that you want, okay, you can't criticize yourself into wealth. You can't criticize yourself into your next dream, okay? You have to go the opposite direction. So if you think of that thing that you want, whether it's the the job, the wealth, the career, the relationship, the body, the health, whatever that thing is, that thing is a positive, happy thing. How would you feel today if you had that thing? How grateful would you be? How excited would you be? What is the vibration of that thing? That's where you're trying to go with this. That's the direction you're trying to take. You want to do the opposite of the, well, I don't have it yet, or whatever the criticizing that you're doing. You have to flip it and go be grateful for where you are. So wake up in the morning, feel that gratitude. Uh, if you if you don't have a lot to be grateful for, you don't think you do, start with like, I'm really grateful I have a cup to sip my coffee and I'm really grateful for coffee. I'm really grateful for the sunshine. Maybe it's raining. I'm really grateful for rain so the earth gets water. Like just make it so general until you can go more specific in it. Get that that gratitude will naturally raise your vibration to where it needs to go. Yeah, I think that's I think that's right. Let me give you uh, an additional way to consider this. Your inner self has a vibration, right? It's it's in there inside of you. You call it your soul, call it what you want, but it has a vibration. Your goal is to match the vibration that's inside of yourself with matching vibration. Uh, your your your, uh, goal, your external vibration if you want to call it, right? So your your human meat suit vibration to match with your soul's vibration. Yeah, you know when you walk around where you're talking to yourself, there's two yous inside of you, right? There's the you. Some of us have more than two. When you start like asking yourself like is this a good idea? Is this a bad idea? Should I do that? Should I who are you talking to? You're talking to the thing that's inside of you, right? The inner the self. Conscience. However you want to however you want to phrase it, we can go down a crazy rabbit hole, but you get the point. So inside of you, there is an inner being. There is a soul, right? There's something in there. Your job is to match the vibration of that soul inside of you so that you can hear it talking to you. How? You stop contradictory thought by going through a process of clearing your minds. You can clear your minds through listening. Esther recommends listening to the sound of the air conditioning and or heating in the room and trying focusing on the vibration. Because if you can go there long enough, you will stop the momentum of this contradictory thought that's like, blah, 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 I gotta do my taxes, I gotta go to this, I gotta do that, I gotta do that. So meditation. Meditation, you could do it through meditation. Meditation, she says, I don't know of a more effective, shorter way to do it. You can do it through song. You can do it through having a good laugh. You can do it through um, journaling. Whatever it is for you that you need to do to stop that chatter in your head so that you can match the frequency of the... the, 
of what's inside of you is the goal. Now, I've always heard her I've always heard her talk about slowing down momentum and becoming a vibrational match and being in the receptive mode, right? She's always talking about being in the receptive mode. And I've, I, I, and I've always struggled, like, like, like I, have this, I have this vision of, you know, the receptive mode where I'm like, you know, I got this antenna that's on my head and I'm tuning into, you know, a certain television station. But, but really what it is, is in order to match that in order to get into the receiving mode, the way you get into the receiving mode is by stopping the chatter, stopping the contradictory thought. The way you stop the chatter and the contradictory thought is through things like meditation. So um, I've got two things that I'm doing now uh, twice a day in order to do that. And it seems to be working. The first thing I'm doing is quite simply what we just discussed, which is the uh, the idea of meditation. So in the morning, I set my timer, I put a little timer in front of me, and I just do 15 minutes of meditation. So it depends on how bad the chatter is. Sometimes I will journal prior to doing the meditation so I can get all of the thoughts out of my head. And I keep journaling two, three pages until I have nothing left to journal and I feel like my head is emptied. When it's emptied, then I feel like I can get into, I I can do the next step of getting into the receiving mode, which is to sit there quietly and listen to, you know, the sound of the air conditioning, listen to myself breathing, to uh, in what transcendental meditation is all about is a mind, they call it a a mind vehicle, which is in Sanskrit is where the word mantra comes from, where you're just saying one word over and over again. And there's a lady um, who wrote a book uh, called uh, Stress Less, Accomplish More, I can't think of her name, Emily something or other. And um, she's got a book called Z, she has a, uh, a meditation training called Ziva Meditation. And it's, you know, it's 300 pages long, but in the end, um, the, the thing that I got most out of it is saying the word one over and over again. And so you you close your eyes and you imagine that your mantra, one, is like, imagine that you're going to a party with somebody and the person that you're going to the party with is this mantra of one. So you will be distracted in the party. Somebody will come over to you and say, hey, how you doing, Charlie? Good to see you. And you're like, oh, good to see you. But you have a guest of honor, right? The person that you invited to the party is the mantra. So you just go back to one. So when I'm sitting there doing my meditation and I'm just saying in my mind, you know, you're starting very softly, one, 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 and it builds. It starts in the back of your head, the front of your head, goes all around, it echoes, it doesn't echo, whatever you need to do to just continually say it over and over again. The reason why you have a mind vehicle or a mantra is because the brain, you can't stop the thought. It's going to keep coming. So you need something in order to stop it. So one is a good method to do that. So journal first, do the mantra second. So real quick though, I was... I guess maybe a couple of years ago, I was not a meditator. Like I actually just started meditating in the last 10 months, let's call it, maybe year. I was not a meditator before. So if I was listening to you right now, I would do nothing that you just said. If I'm being honest, because I think that there's going to be people out there that are like, I can't sit there and meditate. I'm not going to sit there and say the number one over and over. I will tell you one thing that did work for me 
as a segue into this. And it's also a really good thing that I believe will stop the contradictory thought and put you in a better position, and that's exercise. So if you've ever been in exercise, whether you're cycling or for me, it was doing yoga. When I was doing yoga, I found this connection in literal mind-body where I was in the studio. It was a heated studio. It was a beautiful flow. The music was loud. Like it was everything I needed to get my mind and my body connected for one hour. And I will tell you, I had more um, conversations with my inner being in that yoga studio. Like it was mind blowing to me how just doing yoga and truly connecting mind and body was so powerful. And that gave me the confidence and the understanding of what that what that vibrational connection should look like in a way that was not intimidating to me. And I didn't feel... Because before I just felt like a failure. I'd sit there and it was like, when is this over? I got I have so much shit to do. Like it was more like that. But when I was in the yoga studio, it was different. And now when I'm cycling, I am so connected and in. I am not thinking about other things. I'm not, my brain isn't rattling other things. So if you're, if you're not at the step yet where you're gonna sit for 20 minutes, go ahead and do some exercise and get into flow, literal flow. Flow is where your vibration is connecting. Flow is where that confidence. You know when you're in flow in something and you have confidence in what you're doing and you're and you're in it and you're rocking it and you feel like you can win the world? Flow or having that confidence is a perfect relation to your inner being. That's when you know, when you are in that flow, confident state, you are 100% connected to your inner being. You are on the same vibration. So do that first. And then the second step, I would say, before you go into like a silent meditation where you're, you know, listening to the air conditioner, that's hard. That was hard for me. So I went from exercise into, um, a guided meditation. And my first world of meditations was with Gabby Bernstein. I read Universe Has Your Back. I read Super Attractor. I downloaded uh, her meditations. When you buy the book, she gives you a link to get her meditations. I downloaded her meditations and I started doing those. And they were like eight to 10 minutes and they're guided. And so your mind is focused on what she's saying. She's guiding you in the breathing. She's giving you different commands and different pictures to make in your head. And so for me, that was a really, really good intro. And I would say I probably did that for six months. And then after the six months, then I started moving on to some kundalini meditations that Gabby mentioned. And I started in going from the kundalini meditations to just actually sitting with music in waves. Like I like to listen to the ocean. So we happen to live near one. I feel weird with my eyes closed on the beach. So I can do it though in an app, put on ocean music, put a timer on my phone. And so in 15, 20 minutes, my timer goes off. So for the people that 
have not begun to meditate. That is my personal progression through meditation. And I wanted to share that because I think it's so when you're in, now I can sit for 30 minutes in complete silence and it's not an issue whatsoever for me. So for the people that are not at that stage yet, realize that this is a process and one that you might need to literally actually be guided into. Yeah, I think that's a really good point. Um, you know, because I've been meditating, I, I am in no way a a, a yogi guru, uh, Ashananda Mugananda, but I have been meditating now for probably five years at is least. my guess. Um, so you're right, I could lose the forest for the trees. So a couple of things that I'm thinking about, um, which I think Kim deftly point, pointed out. I think I'm using the word deftly right. Because I want to say definitely, but it's not. It's deftly. Not to be confused with Def Jam. So somebody check me and Holy see if I'm shit. using that. That was uh, a lot of, of sidebar there. Um, I used um, Headspace and I used Calm. And again, I cannot stress enough I really want to drive this point home because this was a huge light bulb moment for me. Whether you use Headspace, whether you use Calm, whether you use Kundalini, Gabby Bernstein, working out or listen to the air conditioner, why are you doing it? You're doing it because you want to stop the chatter. Why do you want to stop the chatter? Because you're trying to raise your vibration to the vibration of what's inside you so you can hear the impulses, the ideas, the flow state that Kim was just talking about so you can get connected to that. And I saw him, I saw him once, it used to be a, a television show. He recently died. Uh, his name was James Lipton and he did a television show you may have seen called Inside the Actor's Studio. And um, on one of those shows, even though Elton John uh, isn't an actor, he's a singer, obviously, they were asking him questions. And one of the questions that uh, James Lipton asked him is, how long did it take you to write Candle in the Wind? And he said, five minutes. And there was a theme and a pattern that was associated with how long it took him to write it. So you could argue that it took him years to write it because of his training and his ability to connect with flow and source and everything else. Or you can look at it and say it was five minutes. The point is that whatever it is that you're trying to do right now with your life, you can do it in an instance. You think it takes a long time, but if you can slow down the chatter, connect to what's inside, you can, you can harness the power that creates worlds in an instant if you can do it. And the opposite is also true. If you continually have this fucking never-ending chatter, you are never going to hear yourself. You are never going to trust yourself. And this is coming from somebody who spends 50 years not trusting himself, 50 years looking for other people for their opinion, their advice, and confusing, you know, modeling somebody else with listening to what's inside of me. So I am training now at, you know, at this stage of my life, I'm training to hear what's inside of me, to listen to the impulses. But the only way I can do it is through these processes that we've mentioned. Esther says the guidance, uh, or Abraham, I should say, uh, says the guidance outside of you can never replace the guidance within you. It's so great. And that is the truth. And you know, to give an example of that flow state with the candle in the wind. So I've literally... I, we talked about this um, on a previous podcast. I've been trying to, uh, I've had a goal, I should say, to write a children's book. 
for 150 years. It's the goal that every year I don't accomplish. And I shared that I finally wrote it, right? And guess what? I wrote a second one. And how long did it take me to write each of them? An hour. And so it was in both of them, by the way, were immediately on, on days that I felt like I was in a flow, on days that I went into even a short meditation. The first one, I did a five-minute kundalini meditation and I opened my eyes and wrote the book. The second one, I did a meditation, opened my eyes and wrote the book. Like now every meditation isn't gonna lead me to writing a book, but there are times where you're connected. One other time, by the way, I will give you that you can be so connected uh, anytime in nature is obviously great. Like if you're hiking, if you're walking through the woods, if you're on the beach, walking on the beach, that's why I love to go for long walks, Um, waterfalls, or even the shower. Like if you just sit or uh, well, stand, I guess, in the shower and allow the water to run and not think or put some music on um, with a, I literally Google music frequency for clarity or music frequency for creativity. And YouTube pops up and you'll get these different um, musics that you can play. So you just click play, go in the shower and just don't think and let the shower run on you. And I have some of my best. Do you ever have your best idea in the shower? Of course you do, because you're not thinking and you have this um, constant uh, water beating on you kind of in the same pattern. It like it disrupts your everything and it brings you back in inside where you are going to get the best guidance. So I just wanted to share that because I think it's so important. People like you, and I appreciate your honesty and your transparency, people spend so much time worrying about what everybody else is doing, what everybody else is thinking. And for me, I... When I do my meditations now, now now I've gone from like the person who can't sit still or meditate to the crazy lady that will sit for 30 minutes. And I have one question, what's my next step? Like I ask the universe, God, whoever, what's my next step? Where Where's the next place I'm going? And then I listen. And sometimes you don't get the answer you want, but you get the answer. And I think that's it's important to listen to those answers and to allow that guidance into your life. Yeah. Now think about think about when you ask somebody um, for their advice on something. If they're not in touch with themselves, so now you're taking it like third person, right? You're really you should be you should be able to connect with your inner being, but you're not. And so you're reaching outside of that to somebody else who's likely also not connected to their inner being. Or even if they are, they're going to give you their advice through their filter, through their lens, through their experiences, through their situation. And that might not be yours. Now, I don't want to throw the baby out with the bathwater here and say, never go to anybody else for advice. That's not what we're saying. I mean, there are, you know, I coach people constantly and give them advice based on tried and true practices of of what I know works and what I know doesn't work, right? So but they should only take action on it if it actually rings true to them. There you go. Because I hear you say this over and over in your coaching or in our online, you know, virtual events where you'll say, okay, does that ring true for you? And I'll do it in ideation sessions or when I'm talking to somebody, I'm like, here's my opinion. How does that feel on you? And go, great point. like go, med- mm. you know, people say, some people who are more religious will say, I'm going to pray on this. 
I had a woman I did a call with yesterday um, about uh, network marketing, and she said, I really love this idea. I'm going to pray on it. And so you can pray on it. You can meditate on it. You can just allow that clarity. You know, you should never, ever make a a decision in your life from a place of low vibration, ever. Allow your vibration to raise. And if you, you know, I think the biggest thing when I first started this, Um, rabbit hole of Abraham Hicks was I didn't exactly know how to get out of that negative thought spiral or that, that disbelief in what I wanted. And one thing that Esther said that really, really helped me was the fastest way to manifest something is to ask yourself why you want it. So whatever the thing that you want is, you want to you want to move to a new location, new job, better health, better body, whatever it is. Why do you want it? And focus on the positive why you want this. What would it do for your life? How would your health be different? How would your relationships be different? How would everything be different? How would your children's lives be different? Focus on why you want it. That's the fastest way to manifest. Are you ready for the fastest way to stop the manifestation? Ask how. The moment you ask how, your brain goes, I'm not good enough, I can't do this, I don't have enough, blah, 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 blah. And you get all of that contrast, all of that that muck that we've spent the last 40 minutes telling you how to get rid of. So don't ask the how, ask yourself the why and focus on the why and get the clarity and the um, time in your mind to listen to the answer. And the answer of the how will unfold. I love that. That was really, really good. And I, I'm actually taking that advice right now as you're as you're speaking in my head. Um, that was good. Okay, we'll leave you with this. If you are trying to figure out yourself how you can do these things, and a lot of things just aren't working for you, and you're willing to pay to get faster results. Here's what I'm gonna suggest that you do. There's a new uh, program that Kim and I just started using called NUCALM, N-U-C-A-L-M, N-U-C-A-L-M. We have no affiliate with them uh, at all. We really should. Uh, we should. Tony Robbins um, uses it. Tim Ferriss uses it. It's uh, all the cool cats uh, use it. So basically, I'm not. We'll do another show, and I'll probably have the the uh, the CEO on the show uh, at some point. But on my Monday interview show. Basically, what you're doing is, if you've ever heard of binaural beats, what they basically are, and I'm going to butcher this, but at the end of the day, you're trying to change your your brain waves. You're trying to, like, when you go to sleep at night and you go into different stages of REM, you have different stages of brain waves. When you're awake and you're conscious and you're walking around, you got a different stage of brain wave. So what you want to do is you want to get into a deeper brain wave to allow you to reach a more clear minds. And if you listen, if you go on YouTube and you type in binaural beats and you'll be like, okay, well, this is great. This is really good. It works the first time. It works like a charm. Second time, it's really good, but it's not as effective. The third time it's good, but not great. The fourth time it doesn't work at all. And the reason why is your brain starts to adapt. Your brain has a uh, a section of it called the reticular activating system. It's like when you buy a car and you see the car everywhere. Your brain wants to identify patterns and shortcuts. It's everything your brain is trying to do. Where's the pattern? Where's the shortcut, right? It's a survival mechanism. So it does that and it works against you when you listen to these things. What Newcom does is it packs so many different things inside of this track. You're listening to a track on an app and you have a little GABA patch, which I'm not gonna go into now because I don't know what the hell it does, that goes on your wrist. 
the, and you have blindfold on. And you're you have a blindfold, right? <laughs> so you're cutting off the you cut you're cutting off your vision, not cutting off. You're blocking your vision, and you're putting a GABA patch on your wrist uh, at a specific pressure point, and you're listening to this track. The average track that you buy on iTunes has about seven megabytes. This has seven hundred megabytes. We have crazy fast Wi-Fi in this house, and I just downloaded one of these tracks so I can listen uh, in airplane mode. It took forty five minutes to download one song. Okay. And it was, it's a 20 minute song, but still, I mean, you know, if you downloaded something, a 20 minute audio, it would, should take you, I don't know, a, a minute. This was the better part of an hour. It, it may even been an hour. It was a really long time because it has 700 megabytes. And what it's doing is it's putting a certain amount of information in your left ear with an unequal amount of information in your right ear and then switching it. And your brain can never identify the pattern. So it's got this crazy technology that's underneath the program and on top of the program, it just has soothing music for you to listen to. What you don't hear is what's in it. So I've heard about this for a long time and then Kim and I did it and after the first two minutes I did it and I'm like, I don't really notice anything. And then 18 minutes later, I'm drooling in the corner because like, I don't know who the hell I am anymore or where I went. I've never ever experienced anything this fast, this effective to clear your mind and to clear the chatter. It works. So go to newcom.com. And one more thing I'd like to share is we have our upcoming Dream Life course. It's a free course that we're going to be launching for the new year. And you can grab it by texting Dream Life to 310-388-9724. And one one thing that I think is really important, right? Because there's going to be a lot of courses and a lot of coaching programs and a lot of things coming out in the new year to help you. What I love that we've done in this course is we're starting with what do you want your day to look like? And we're reverse engineering that, but we've added this manifestation component to it with the shortcuts to the mindset that we wish we had 10 years ago when we were trying to create our dream life and it took us forever and a day. What we've put in is all of the lessons we've learned, all of the shortcuts we've learned, all of the strategies that have helped us get there and all the things we wish we knew sooner. So you're getting the benefit of our 10-year journey in this one course. And I'm, I'm so proud of it. We've done a lot of courses over our lifetime in uh, online uh, and digital marketing. And this is the one that I'm a hundred million percent the most proud of. And uh, you can get it for free. So go ahead and text us uh, Dream Life and we will be launching it soon. Yeah, so for people who have, for people who want to make a change in their life, you don't need this course. You could do it completely on your own. This is just a faster, more effective method to do it. And I'll tell you that the people who have made a change in their life and have created a business to fund what they're after, did it because they followed a plan. 
they followed a system. They hired a coach, they got a course, et cetera. Don't reinvent the wheel because if you do, you're just gonna be frustrated trying to figure it out. If somebody has already figured it out and somebody who has, has already done it, then it just, to me, makes much more sense to follow them. So I strongly recommend that you go uh, and listen to Kim and get our free Dream Life course. We should actually get that domain, free Dream Life course, shouldn't we? Yeah, that would be We better idea. do it now before we publish this because somebody else will take it. <laughs> Have a great week, everybody. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. All right, thanks for listening. If you love this episode and you know someone that needs some help in either stepping up their work hard game or their play hard game, it would mean the world to me if you shared this podcast with them to help me get this movement out there. So if you like what you heard, head on over to iTunes, take 30 seconds and leave me a five-star review and I will be forever grateful. So until the next episode, excuses are over. It's time to live.